0: We're all trying to get back to normal. And, you know, one of the things that we've missed out on is live music. And so it's just such a sad, sad story that um, people lost their lives at a uh, the Astro World Festival on Friday in Houston after concert goers basically rushed the stage. It's called a concert, a crowd surge. And uh, here to talk about uh, what went down at the Astro World Festival and ways that we can mitigate this from happening in the future. G. Keith Still, Professor of Crowd Science at the University of Suffolk in the UK. Welcome to the show.
1: Uh, thank you for having me on here. And it's, uh, it's an absolute tragedy to hear the news coming out from America on this one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Eight people died. I think there are 13 people still in hospital. Hundreds of people were injured in uh, what happened on Friday when Travis Scott was on the stage. Apparently Drake was on the stage as well, and they've both been um, named in lawsuits that have been come uh, come forward. We were finding out this morning that at least uh, three lawsuits have been launched and we are expecting more. But you've analyzed hundreds of years of, um, or at least 100 years of incidents at sporting events and concerts. Is there a common denominator when it comes to disasters like this?
1: Uh, yes, in fact, uh, when I was teaching a, a master's uh, degree at University of Man- Manchester Metropolitan University, we um, challenged the students to review the research on this and to see if they could come up with similar models. Um, we call it the DNA of accidents. What, what are the characteristics that? Um, can be attributed to causality and, and thereby what can we do to avoid them in the future? That's the whole purpose of uh, research in this area is um, future prevention of accidents and incidents. Primarily it's high density. Uh, so as people uh, are closer together, the risks of a progressive crowd collapse, a surge obviously increase exponentially. So that's the primary cause. Uh, secondary of course, is that you've got um uh, a high-energy environment, you know, the, the front of stage or uh, the high-energy performer. So you couple those two together, high-density, high-energy uh, uh, dancing and, uh, and movement, uh, close proximity, the risk of a crowd collapse uh, increases uh, exponentially in those those environments.
0: I know that tra- Travis Scott has a reputation for inciting his, uh, his crowd's to get uh, a little bit rowdy. In your experience with a crowd surge at concerts, how often is the artist, right or wrongly, uh, determined to be the the catalyst?
1: Well, generally, the the rules for uh, those kind of performances uh, are built into the design and the crowd management plan. So if you know you've got a high-energy performer, you need to take additional precautions to try and keep the crowd safe. So uh, it can always be mitigated. Uh, These type of risks can be managed. Uh, certainly, in environments that we've worked uh, around the world, it's always the first consideration: what what are we going to expect of this performer? What we can expect of this crowd? How do we minimise those risks and that potential? And do we need to impose uh, pro- process procedures for showstop uh, to the performer uh, if things do get a bit out of hand? So, um, ultimately, the choice is: is this performer in this environment a high risk to uh, our crowd? Uh, and if so, then should we be hosting that event in this environment at, at this
0: time? It's interesting. Many of us have been to high density uh, concerts before or events. Let's face it. I, uh, I used to work in music radio before I worked in talk radio. So I have been to, uh, too many concerts to count with numerous people. So uh, I've never been in a situation where there's been a crowd surge. Uh, what do the precautions look like? Clearly most uh, promoters are following uh, safety guidelines.
1: Uh, Yeah, and in fact, the USA has NFPA 101 Life Safety Code, which actually talks about surges, uh, talks about preventative measures uh, in these kind of environments. Uh, You're lucky. Uh, Most of the people that we work with uh, have had uh, experiences where they felt, uh, even in uh, transport systems, they've been rushed off their feet. They felt like they've lost control. Of course, Mm. uh, Canada has a very different psychology to uh, crowded spaces. I know I worked in... uh, uh, Toronto uh, and, and Ottawa, and um, you know it, it's such a polite atmosphere. I've seen crowd crushes develop in, in Canada where everybody's apologising to each other. So uh, don't map your experiences as being something that might be uh, common throughout the world. Um, not all, uh, not all of the world are as polite as the Canadians are to each other.
0: Can you describe what happens in a crowd surge? I was watching video yesterday from uh it was being filmed a uh, U- uh Oasis concert i think it was from 2005 where i honestly I, I couldn't believe uh what happened in the crowd that surge it looks like a wave literally taking over, a wave of bodies. How much, um, you know, w- describe what happens in a crowd search because how much uh, movement of people leads to this phenomenon? It, c- it just can't be a-, a couple of people at the back rushing the stage, moving everybody. How does it happen?
1: Well, in actual fact, uh, that and another incident that um down in uh, Swansea uh, where uh, just a couple of people starting it. When you get a, a high density crowd, we, we illustrate this in lectures and uh, training programs. Uh, when, uh, you let's say you mark out a square meter in the ground, you start putting people into that space and then ask them to describe their feelings. Once uh, they get into close proximity, Any slight push on the side, and of course, people's feet are closer together, their centre of gravity is um, much uh, uh, less stable, um, and it's easy to knock them over, or at least to to, to create what's called a shockwave. Now, imagine you're standing in an open space, you want to be stable, your feet go round about shoulder width apart, and you become quite a stable configuration, a sort of an A-frame shape. But uh, Mm -hmm. as the crowd density builds up, your feet become closer together, and therefore your center of gravity is over a much smaller space. So it's much easier to knock people around. And of course, if they're in close proximity, any movement on one side gets amplified by the mass of people. Now, we built uh, computer simulations. Uh, to mimic this and to understand the forces involved. And in fact, I've uh, done a lot of work in developing simulations for progressive crowd collapse, both at concerts and for persistent standing. I recently published a, a paper for that for the uh, Safety Sports Ground Authority in the UK. So understanding that phenomenon requires uh, very sophisticated tools. We also developed pressure suits where we could measure it and calibrate the various models over the years. Um so understanding that shockwave is one thing. Uh, and then, of course, ultimately, once you understand the phenomenon without putting people at risk, you can design and build in uh, to your space uh, a method of alleviating that pressure, that shockwave. But ultimately, it doesn't happen unless people are packed tightly together.
0: It's I would imagine easy to get carried away and essentially what is a wave of people rolling over you. Is there an instinct? Is there an instinct to, to uh, you know, ride the wave or be toppled?
1: No, in fact, it happens. Well, you've seen the video. It happens very quickly. But uh, what you might have seen, if you go back and look at that video again, the precursor to it is a sort of a a field of wheat effect where you see uh, ripples and movement sideways, lateral sway. Uh, That's always an early indication that density is too high, that people have lost their uh, ability to to rebalance if there's a a slight push or a nudge. So uh, it starts to become one mass rather than several smaller masses. And that's where your high risk environment starts to develop.
0: You mentioned the term crowd collapse. Is that another word for crowd surge or is it a different thing?
1: Well, a surge actually would be the wave, but the crowd collapse is when it falls onto itself. And of course, what happens then is that um, people find it very difficult to get up. Arms and legs get twisted together. It only takes about 30 seconds to uh, lose consciousness because the blood supply gets uh, restricted uh, the forces involved for restrictive or constrictive asphyxia can be as little as just um, three or four people on top of you, uh, and uh, you'll find it very difficult to breathe. And that, mm. uh, that tends to then uh, be one of the catalysts. Most of the post-mortem analysis for these kind of events uh, are down to restrictive or constrictive asphyxia so people are suffocating in those environments so it's a very very horrible thing which is why it's so important to get your your design your planning and your crowd management right in the first place
0: you mentioned design does the stage design factor in and the and the barricade placement increase the potential for a disaster like this like i understand there are vip experiences side stage you know everybody wants to make a new experience and this would i imagine funnel general admission crowds into a smaller area at the front of stage is that problematic
1: It can be, uh, but there are also ways in which you can design safe environments. So I don't know exactly what the layout was in this instance. I've got very little information other than that I'm uh, trying to see from YouTube clips. So it would be inappropriate to comment on the specifics of this example, but in general, Mm -hmm. it it comes down to high density and and, uh, confined spaces.
0: Can the artist turn things around when things are going south? Because Travis Scott is getting a lot of flack right now, and rightfully so from the families who, who you know, have injured or people that have passed away uh, at a concert. The ages are fourteen to twenty seven. It's just a heartbreaking uh, loss that was absolutely preventable, uh, from what you're telling us. Can the artist turn things around when things are going south?
1: Uh, Yes. uh, You know, I mean, we've seen uh, a number of performers uh, over the years that we've worked with that understand the risks that are involved, that uh, will take stage direction from security and say, can you just stop? Can you calm the crowd down? And uh, I mean, certainly at that uh, 2005, that was Oasis. Uh, Mm. They took a very responsible attitude. They just stopped the performance calmed the crowd down, made sure that everybody was standing up um, and that, uh, you know, that, that they'd taken one pace back and then restarted. And we've got several recordings of uh, that particular group doing exactly the same thing and, and many others uh, in invoking a showstop safety process and procedure. Now, again, I don't know what the specifics were in this case, um, but uh, that, that's the sort of things that can be done to, uh, you know, to recover from a situation when surges are, uh, are occurring front stage.
0: I think most of us are looking forward to being with each other again. We're going to be in crowded spaces as we start to come out of this pandemic. So uh, I guess what I, I, I'm interested in is are there any early warning indicators that you can, you know, um, be aware of that would point to possible trouble and, you know, the fact that you may be in the midst of what could turn into a, a deadly situation at a, at a crowded event?
1: Well again it's it's you know local awareness uh, it's up to the event organizers and crowd management of these spaces to make sure that you are anticipating planning and preparing for that type of crowd that type of performer that type of space and to provide a safe environment i think uh, in canada and uh, certainly in usa it's it's in in spirit the same thing there's a duty of care to provide a safe space
0: some say there wasn't enough security on hand In your experience, looking back, you know, at other events, how does security factor in when it comes to uh, the safety of your event? Well, certainly in the USA, there's a a
1: requirement for the NFPA 101 Life Safety Code to provide a trained safety manager for a crowd safety manager for every 250 people are present. So uh, if that were part of the license requirements, then, uh, you know, there may well be a question uh, that needs to be asked over there. Uh, I certainly know in uh, Toronto, for instance, the uh, Raptors game when there was a crowd surge, passed without incident because it was very well managed. Uh, you know, are you talking time, about the, 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 the parade? Uh, yeah, the uh, concert okay. at the end of it. I think it was uh, yeah. a call of an active shooter, and um, that right. was brought under control very quickly. But you know, very again, different environments, different cultures. These things need to be factored into your crowd safety plan.
0: Okay. And uh, finally, before I let you go, do you think that the lawsuits that we're starting to see will convince promoters to maybe spend some more money on safety measures, take them more seriously?
1: I hope so. Uh, I've been involved in a number of uh, expert witness cases in the USA. Generally, they settle out of court. Uh, Generally, the information about why things went wrong doesn't filter through. If you look at the aviation industry as an example, as a parallel a near miss or a close call uh, would always be investigated by experts. Uh, new process and procedures would be laid down, and that would be the letter of the law moving on for all environments involving aircrafts. Uh, in the event industry, a uh, civil case might take several years. Uh, the outcome might then be sealed court documents. The information is never fed back in, and therefore these same mistakes get made over and over again.
0: Dr. Uh, Still, it's it's a pleasure talking to you. I, you've been really informative. And I love that you, you know, bring in some components of the storyline that wouldn't occur to most of us uh, when we go to live concert events. You know, we're concerned on who's, you know, who's going to appear on the stage and when and where the bathrooms are. But, you know, there's a lot going on behind the scenes and it keeps us safe. So I appreciate you uh, talking to us about the the science of of, of crowd control.
1: Thank you very much for having me on. And, you know, I'm really uh, heartbroken about the incident, and the fatalities there. And let's hope uh, that our lessons learned and improvements made for the future.
0: Well said. Thank you very much, uh, Professor Still.